accident at work here <laughs> i uh, almost sliced off my thumb yeah uh, um doing some chopping and but uh, the yeah the thumb is intact the thumb it's is intact. intact it's intact yeah i got lucky so i sliced off like through the nail up at the top Ooh. and i stopped right at the end so it was like dangling um <laughs> thankfully i didn't uh chop into the bone so that's intact as well Sure, and, sure. Uh, yeah, it sucks. Um, Correctly, hasn't hurt too much, but it's been really uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, well, you know, we're just glad your thumb's still intact. And yeah. you know what? We missed a week. That just gives us that much more sports to talk. Yeah. You it's, know, you, you you accumulate it, you build it up, you build exactly. it up, and then it just explodes, and it's great. <laughs> you got to release it. Yeah. You got to release it. Yeah. Also, we're without producer today. We're running oh, yeah. solo all the way around. The so training wheels are off, folks. <laughs> so strap in. It's going to be a wild ride. Oh, boy. But yeah, hopefully everyone's had a good fourth of Ju- happy 4th of July. Happy belated 4th sure. of July, Jimmy. Happy 4th of July to you, Diego. Um, and to all the surfs out there. Look, I'll be honest with you. I didn't do much. Oh, yeah? Didn't do much of anything for my 4th of July. Mm-hmm. Um but I hope to all these the serfs out there listening that you you maybe had a burger or a hot dog or maybe saw a firework. That's pretty much what, what it's about, right? For sure. Eating yeah. Grilled meats. Yeah, we grilled out some bergs. We had a couple cold ones. And sure. then my wife my wife and I gathered and our dog, we all gathered around the table and we read the Declaration of Independence out loud to each other and just passed it around. And each one of us read a different passage. When it got to my puppy, we cried, of course. Well, and and we we timed it with the firework. So like, as soon as we finished it, boom, the explosion started. It was tough when it got to our puppy. She had a hard time reading it, but the writing is weird back then. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she'll learn. She's young. Yeah, Yeah, just give her few more fourth of july she'll be tearing up as she reads those the words of thomas jefferson like we all do yeah, yeah we're trying to break her in you know we, we did the whole thing kind of like you know doing the rosary in the catholic church with your family it's similar the tradition sure. we've established every four yeah that's beautiful yeah <laughs> did you ever have to do that by the way like the rosary thing where you like you read a passage and you get the beads and read them oh yeah yeah i had to do all all those crazy yeah. catholic things because I, I went to catholic school mm, so i right. got the full we did every weird random catholic ritual you could possibly come up with aside from any weird stuff with priests God, Luckily, I was, I was about to exempt- say <laughs> yeah i luckily skirted that one but oh. otherwise all the other ones yeah yeah we did that with my family and it was just like so boring as a kid 
Yeah. But it's like meditative almost because you repeat and repeat and repeat and repeat. You yeah. Lost and yeah, you forget where you are. And yeah. Yeah, that's the point, I guess. Yeah, that's the point yeah. of it, right? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this isn't uh, religion lords, it's sports lords. So <laughs> maybe we should uh, stick to our sh- just shut up and dribble, as they say. Yeah. Well, I do feel like we have to. I, you know, I know we had a remote um, ad read from Herb this week, but I feel like we should briefly touch on our sponsor this week, Joe West's. Yes. Um, Joe West's uh, ball coolers. Yes. Nuts. It was uh, ball coolers. Let me see if yeah. I can maybe try and give that a try again, since uh, we we missed it. Since it was remote, there were some technical issues earlier. So okay, here's what we're, our sponsor is today. We got to get them in. Yeah. Sports Lord is brought to you by Joe West Personal Ball Cooler. Keep your balls cool this summer with MLB umpire Joe West's own ball cooler. Strike three, ball sweat, you're out of there. And now it's time for the Sports Lord. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, sorry yeah. about that earlier. It's hard because Herb records his stuff on reel to reel still. So then we got because he refuses to learn any technology. So he recorded it because he's out and about on his weekend. And so then we had to convert it over to MP3 or Wave or whatever our engineers did. And yeah, you know, he's had a lot of trouble. Yeah, he's he's an analog guy. He really does not trust computers at all. Mm -mm. In fact, he gets like visibly angry if you try to to tell him to use any kind of technology he, he's threatened to fight all of us he multiple has. times over that <laughs> amongst many other things but yes, yeah the computers yeah. are a big a big a big no-no with uh with her yeah but um but yeah we should just say you know guys go out go to your walmart your target pick up a joe west nut cooler. cooler look we're in the middle of summer here yeah, if you're in if you're in Oregon, if you're in Seattle, if you're yep. down south, if you're in New York yep. City, all I hear is how hot it is. Yeah. When it's hot out there, you don't want your balls to be hot either. No. No one and does. Yeah. Take it from an overweight baseball lump. Look, his nuts, those those things are sweltering out there. He gets the best nut coolers you can possibly get. Yeah, he's he's lived it. I mean, he's worn dark colors in the heat for so long. And he has to crouch right over another man's head <laughs> or two men's head, actually, because both teams yeah. have catchers. Yeah. So Joe is such a pro. And not only is he a great umpire calling balls and strikes. For sure. He's a great person. And he felt bad exactly. for the steam coming out of that area. So he invented these nut coolers. And now, you know, catchers love it's them. Great. Yeah. Because like. None of us, he invented that. He's given this gift to the rest of us where mm-hmm. we don't have to worry about it anymore. No. And we get umpire level nut cooling, which, yeah. you know, that's the highest you can get. Right. There's no, I mean, who better than an umpire? Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, just try his product, guys. That's all we ask. Give it a try. Find it anywhere you find any good product in this country. You can find it online, I'm sure. But yeah, Joe West Nut Coolers. Yeah. Tell them the Lord sent you, the sports yep. Lord sent you, and, you know, get a little discount there, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> no promises. <laughs> <laughs> what a solid advertiser. Yeah, you might get a discount. I don't know. <laughs> Give it a shot. 
what's the worst that could happen <laughs> but yeah getting into the getting into the sports i figure we'll start with um saying goodbye to what was a hell of a run saying goodbye yeah. to our beloved atlanta hawks yeah who went out in a blaze of glory on Saturday night as they lost in six games to the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, while saying goodbye to the Atlanta Hawks, congratulations to the Bucks at the same time. They're going sure. to the finals. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it. the Hawks tried. Uh, Trey Young tried to give it a go with his bone yeah. bruise. He definitely looked injured and didn't look like he uh, was fully healthy. And uh, yeah, they just came up short. Yeah. Um... You know, they exceeded everyone's expectations. Um, so there's really nothing for us to be mad about as Hawks fans. I mean, they gave us this dream playoff run. Uh, it was fun to watch. It was fun. Probably the best part was just shutting up all the Trey haters. Yeah. It's amazing how the narrative took a 180 on Trey over the last month or so. Um, yeah, because so. he by far has been the breakout like new star of the playoffs. Like there's other guys who've had amazing playoffs. Like Kevin Durant was phenomenal. You know, Giannis has been great, but like of the new crop, I mean, like Trey and Devin Booker are probably the two. And, and I feel like more people believed in Devin Booker, even though they criticize him for the same things as Trey with like empty stats and all that. But yeah, Trey stole the show, I think for the new guys. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, the, the Hawks, they were, like 14 and 20 when Nate McMillan took over. So, you know, people really didn't expect anything from them going into the playoffs, even though they were great once Nate took over. So yeah, man. I mean, there's so much to be excited about as a Hawks fan. Oh yeah. The future is incredible. And this has also been a little bit of a Nate McMillan rehabilitation because he just got fired from Indiana because he would always choke in the playoffs. Yeah. So for him, this has also been a big deal, which as of, you know, a few hours ago, the Hawks have given an offer to Nate and it looks like he's going to no more interim coach. He's going to assume full responsibility of the team, which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's exciting i mean it's tough you know like they i thought they had a chance to pull this series out you know mm-hmm. when Giannis went down and i'll say too i think all every hawks fan i know agrees we're all on the same page it sucked to see Giannis go down yeah, i didn't want sure. and i was i was relieved when it turned out he didn't have any ligament damage because I, I like Giannis. yeah like he seems like a, a good dude he's he's a fun player to watch um, but that being said, when he went down, I was like, shit, the Hawks have a shot in this series now, you know, even with Trey hurt. But I mean, Trey was clearly just we saw in game six, like he he was hobbled. He he wasn't his normal self. His timing right. was off. So, you know, it sucks. They maybe could have pulled it out. But either way as Hawks fans, it's just, yeah, it was fun. And it's it's exciting to look to the future. It's an all timer team for me. Like, you know, like there's certain teams that every like sports fan has like the 92 Braves and the 91 Braves, you know, like stick out. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, every call it, you know, you like you have your favorite, like for me, the 2001 Tennessee volunteers football team was like amazing. Mm -hmm. And, and this Hawks team is like one of those for me. Like it's they're they were so much fun. They were so cool. And they did it with 
the media still not believing in them at all. Mm-hmm. Like that was insane. How the NBA media, even this week before they got eliminated, was like, well, like specifically Chris Broussard, who no one should listen to ever. Oh, uh, he was that guy's just an a hole. Yeah, that guy stinks. I mean, he got fired from every job he's been at because he sucks. But yeah, he was saying that. Uh, if any of the three teams won besides Atlanta, it was fine. But if Atlanta specifically won, there should be an asterisk because they had played no one or had injuries and stuff or hadn't had as many injuries and, and the teams they played were injured. But it's like, it's not true. The Hawks, I think, were the third most injured team throughout the season. Yeah. They're missing DeAndre Hunter. Trey Young's hurt. Um, Bogdan yeah. Bogdanovich was playing on like one leg basically yeah. for most of the the Sixers and Bucks series. And Cam Reddish had been out all year, which the few games he played, he was incredible. And yeah, he was. That's gonna be cool. That was awesome going forward. But then like the Knicks were super healthy. You know, right. they were missing Mitchell Robinson, and you can't say that he's gonna really change the series that much. He's not like their yeah. star. Yeah, Joel was hurt for the Sixers, but he still dominated. <laughs> so he didn't play like, hurt. He yeah, looked you know? amazing. In that and Danny Green, shoot. Danny Green got hurt, but he got smoked by Trey the few minutes he was on the court. So yeah. he wouldn't have been a game changer or like a series changer either. And then the Bucks, like they were healthy up until Giannis got hurt, and when Giannis yeah. got hurt, Trey was already out. So yeah. Exactly. I don't we understand. Ten when Giannis went down, like yeah. the Hawks were, were dominating that game. Yeah, I don't um, understand that that thought. And then even co- to compound it even more, Phoenix is the team. If you want to talk about playing it, teams yeah. that are injured, you know what they I mean. Benefited. Like, they yeah. beat the Lakers without AD. They beat the Nuggets without Jamal Murray, and they beat yep. the Clippers without Kawhi. And they've relatively been healthy themselves. And this isn't a shot at them, like. I don't agree with Chris Broussard. Take whatever win you can. Like, don't apologize for winning ever. Exactly. I think that's a BS criticism. And I heard um, the um, uh, Brian Winhurst, the ESPN NBA guy, he he had a great counterpoint to all of that, which was like, that's just part of injuries are part of surviving an NBA season. So you can't criticize teams for beating injured teams because that's part of the challenge right and injuries this year have been a problem like bigger than normal but like you know what are you gonna do you can't yeah and it's and it's not but it's also like and i can't i don't remember any of the examples that he gave off the top of my head but like there have been many series big series in the past where a star is out and a team advances because or ends up winning the whole thing because they won a series against the team that didn't have their star. And it's well, like Toronto beat happens. the Toronto beat the Warriors with KD out when he messed up his yes. Achilles in the game yeah. and Clay Thompson was hurt. The Warriors beat the Cavaliers when Kevin Love, Kyrie, and I forget who else was yeah. also injured. You know, like it, it's always gonna happen. Right. This year has been a bit of an anomaly. But to use that argument to like diminish someone's like, yeah, and then it's not going to happen. I mean, the Hawks lost, but like, it's just stupid. And like, yeah, none With of the Chris teams are, yeah, yeah. It just felt like a cheap shot. I don't right. know why. Yeah. Like he just took a shot at the Hawks for some reason, but no one should ever apologize for, for winning. Yeah. Do not. Yeah. It's, it's stupid. Um, yeah, but yeah, it was, it was a great run, a great year. The future looks awesome. 
Um, you know, the, the Trey Young deal looks pretty even now, especially if Cam Reddish turns out to be this player we saw, especially in game six. He went off. Ruby loaded. Six. Yeah. Yeah, that was insane. And that part of me is like, I don't know if Cam, because he's always had the potential. I mean, it's only his second season, mm-hmm. and he had a weird rookie year because right. of COVID. And then he was hurt for most of his second year. But part of me was like, dude, is he just is he just absorbing all this confidence from watching this team? Like, because it feels like the Hawks' confidence increased like exponentially once Nate took over. Yeah. And it's like, this could be what Cam is now that he like, he's surrounded by all these guys who just like believe, you know? Well, Cam, and this isn't to say it's going to definitely happen, but Cam has had a bit of a weird stretch in his career because when he went to Duke, he was on that Duke team with Zion Williamson and RJ Barrett. When that team was being put together, initially everyone was like, Cam is the gem of that class. And then it switched to RJ and then it switched to Zion later on. Last year, when the rookie class came in after Cam got drafted, they do a poll with NBA players, and they were like, which one of these rookies is going to have the best career? And overwhelmingly, people voted Cam Reddish. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. And on Twitter, you see guys like John Morant and all these other guys, they were, they're going around talking about how Cam Reddish is a Lamborghini. Like, players uh-huh. really res- either really respect him or they're, like, pulling the biggest prank on everyone and yeah. saying how good he is. <laughs> yeah. when but it seems like all the players and his contemporaries really think he's awesome and has like this amazing. And that was always his thing. It's like the potential's there. Yeah. Kind of like sunk a little bit when Zion took the spotlight or, or he was playing out of position and like, I mean, surviving on a team with Zion and RJ in college is tough. It's tough. Yeah. Not enough balls to go around. Yeah. yeah. You're there for a semester and a half basically. And it's, and you're 18 years old. Yeah. You're (laughs) You're away from home. Yeah. And I mean, it's like, look at uh, DeAndre Hunter, man. Like the Hawks took him, people crapped all over that pick. And then before he got hurt this year, it was like, this dude is like already a good NBA player. Like he just took that leap in his second year. And it was like, he's very good. Right. So it's like, it seems like Cam is doing or could do the exact same thing. So. Yeah, those are our two best defenders on the team. And yeah, it definitely seems like Trey's confidence just like yeah oozes to everyone else and just because even Kevin Herter's like out there talking crap and like yeah. falling out <laughs> at times. And like look, he's awesome. Like he's a really good player. He just looks kind of goofy. Right. But, I mean even Bogdan's talking trash out there, yeah. uh, which is hilarious <laughs> to see. But but yeah, I really love this team. It'll be interesting to see. So they got Nate wrapped up. They just got to figure out what they're going to do with John Collins, if they're going to re-sign him, um, how much they're going to re-sign him for, because it's, you know, tough to pay everyone. Right. I would like to keep the team together if possible, but we'll see, because they got Trey's contract coming up. They got Herder's contract coming up in the future and a few of the other young guys, but yeah. But yeah, yeah, it was a hell of a run. It was a hell of a run, man. They so far ex- exceeded expectations that obviously we have nothing to be upset about and there's just a lot to be excited about for next season. So we'll see what happens, man. So that said, we're down to uh, the bucks and the Suns in the finals. I think this, this could be a really fun finals. Um, I think the Suns are really going to get tested now because like, 
even if Giannis is at eighty percent, that Bucks team's really good. Like Chris Middleton, is, Drew Holiday, like those guys are all really good. Lopez showed us what he can do when he can be yeah, again. It's crazy. And they're just huge. They're just all super tall. It's a huge mm-hmm. team, with the exception of like Pat Connaughton. Yeah. So <laughs> it'll be an interesting matchup with the Suns, who are like kind of a run and gun, quick fire, get high offensive powered team so i think it'll be a fun finals yeah i'm excited for that i think i mean it'll be fun just to see either one of those franchises win a championship because the nba is always such a a, like a haves versus have nots sort of league so it'll be fun to see somebody new win and um yeah it should be good man i really don't know like I don't know. It feels like kind of a coin flip right now. So it should be entertaining. It'll be, yeah, it'll all come down to Giannis, I think, too. Um, yeah. Because, you know, that changes everything because that matchup is like impossible. Like, how do you guard yeah. that? Yeah, exactly. Um, and it's like, yeah, like my instinct initially, just from like a fan separating anything out, like I feel like I would root for the Bucks. Um, yeah. The problem I run into there is Coach bud i'm not yeah. crazy about but like exactly. i like Giannis. i like chris middleton like you know yeah the the city of milwaukee seems cream city baby seems cool <laughs> yeah we love it that's what everybody calls it cream city baby cream city everyone knows it is that <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i think it'll be fun either way so um yeah. we'll be looking Could forward be to that yeah um uh, yeah yeah then um what else is going on in sports baseball yeah so a lot has gone on gone down in baseball since we last talked of course the sticky stuff um you know controversy continues on um and there's a uh, lot of back and forth on that we missed it last week um but yeah pitchers were really going big and unbuttoning their pants and making a whole show of it when the umpires would come and uh and check and i thought this was kind of a funny story that i saw come out of that so one of the first guys to do it was sergio romo i think he's the closer for the a's yeah and uh where he like unbuckled his pants and like kind of made a a scene there's a uh an underwear company i don't know if you saw this Saks uh Uh Saks underwear s-a-x-x they sent a bunch of uh, their underwear to Sergio Romo. Uh-huh. They basically told them like, yeah, we love what you're doing. Um, if you ever get checked out again, do it again and show our product out and we'll pay uh-huh. for every single one of your fines. That wow. comes out of it. So they, you know, <laughs> capitalism jumped on this real That's quick. Amazing. And That's... Uh, they're finding a way to cash in on this sticky stuff. God bless this great nation. God bless our, our capitalism that we have and we love, we love it folks. We love it. Um, don't we folks? <laughs> um, yeah, I know. Like, well, I like, look, we all pretty much hate umpires and they stuck and they screw things up, but I did kind of feel bad for some of these yeah. umpires who they just like, this isn't our rule. Mm-hmm. We're just, they're like taking the brunt from all these pitchers who are so pissed that they have to like pull their pants down and show them their gloves and their hats and stuff. It's a tough spot for the Elks, but um, I but don't like, know, man. We've talked about it before, especially you and I in particular. 
who would want to be an ump or ref or anything? Like, who is like, I love rules so much. I love enforcing rules. But my yeah. career is going to be enforcing rules. And I'm going to yeah. be hated by the teams. I'm going to be hated by the fans. Like, no one's going to like me. Yeah. But I love it. Yeah. At best, I'll be completely unnoticed mm-hmm. and ignored. And at worst, every 40,000 people at a time will be plus millions more at home will be yeah. angry at me. Uh, it's not, yeah, it's a weird thing to get into, but I think just the sticky stuff thing has just been such a, a CF because major league baseball, it's like, this isn't a new thing. And they waited until the middle of a season I know. <laughs> to change this. It's just like, it's so stupid. Yeah. And it's like, maybe, Maybe it is a good change that needed to happen, but like they just bungle it. Like they bungle so many other things, you know? It feels like it was a panic response to the offense being so bad. Exactly. It's not that they care about the cheating itself. It's just that there's no hitting and people are complaining. And so it's like, well, we got to enforce this now and the pitchers will suck and then uh, guys will get hits again. Yeah, exactly. It's like, what's the easiest way for us to to try and fix this? Uh, we should just instead of like never just fucking with the ball like they do, because they yeah. always. It's like you guys could just leave the ball alone, and but instead every season they're like, well, we've adjusted the ball a little bit, and they just do all this stuff to try and like manipulate the game and then now in the middle of the season they have to scramble to figure out a way to balance things out it's dumb it's dumb and it's funny because it's it's not just like the umpires and players getting into it it's like players amongst each other so like early on like max scherzer and uh uh joe Joe girardi Girardi, the manager of the phillies wanted like joe girardi wanted to fight max scherzer yeah (laughs) And then most recently, uh, Josh Donaldson and uh, Lucas uh, Giolito. Giolito got into it because yeah. Donaldson yeah. was screaming no more sticky stuff as he crossed home plate. And then Giolito yeah. went off on him in the press conference and then Donaldson responded. So, you know, it's like getting amongst players now, too. But, yeah, hey, it's entertaining, I guess. I mean, it is entertaining. I, I like I mean, I do understand why they they decided to do something because, you know, the offense has been down this year. There've been all the no hitters, like people don't want to watch, you know, teams just strike out and and get shut out, you know, like, so I don't know. It's just, it's just the same old like mismanagement from MLB and just poor, poor stewardship of the sport. Yeah. It's, it's silly. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like you said earlier, it's not a secret. Um, Trevor Bauer has been talking about it for years, um, which leads us to a not funny story at all because it's Ooh. very bad. But Ooh. Trevor Bauer, you know, who we talk about a lot on this podcast. Yes. Um, he's in some actual like real trouble. And I think he's on leave right now because he's being yeah. accused of a very disturbing um sexual assault uh with yes a young woman and uh if you read the reports it's like really unpleasant but uh, very graphic violent um and apparently they 
got together. There was consent to get together, but once they started doing the hunk of chunk as we've discussed that to be a term, right. Trevor turned the situation into a very violent and like unsafe place. Um, and so, yeah, he's, he's on, on leave and away cause he's facing some really serious stuff. He's of course denying it. He and his lawyers are of course denying it, but yeah, well, you know, that that's, what's strange about this whole thing is of course now he's, he's denying it and he's released text messages between mm-hmm. him and her. Um, and it's, it's strange because, you know, he's basically his defense is that all of this like sexual violence that went down between the two of them was consensual. Right. And that she wanted, she wanted this, this is what she's into. Um, and he, you know, he's released these texts just maybe try and say that's the case, whatever. I, but like setting aside any legal issues, which there clearly definitely could be, it's just insanely revealing about him as a human right. being that that's like cool with him. And that's what he's into Yeah, where, where like, even it, let's say just hypothetically that it was fully consensual, um, which I'm not saying it is, but just for a hypothetical that like, this is what this woman wanted and whatever. So he, when she's like, like choke me out or like, punch you know like literally he's like beating this woman yeah they're fighting basic he's like they're fighting while they're having sex and he's like beating the shit out of her and he that was that's something that trevor bauer's the type of guy who's like okay cool that's yeah yeah, sign me up it's just like dude we knew he was a fucking psycho but i know this is like confirmed now (laughs) it's like disturbing shit it is. And it, and it sucks. It's like, you know, following Marcelo Zuna and what happened. It's like, that's two high profile major league players mid season that have been involved in some really disturbing stuff, have to, having to step away. So yeah. it's yeah, not, not good for baseball. Uh, another thing, another yeah. bad mark for baseball that yeah. isn't helping the case. Yeah. It just sucks. Cause of course, across professional sports it's just a thing that is always there and maybe i mean maybe it has it you know it's just it's a thing all across society and it, when professional athletes do it it gets lots of attention because they're famous and they get paid a lot of money but and they're usually uh, stronger and bigger <laughs> yeah yeah but it's shitty it's it's just like and of yeah. course these guys i mean who you know like a lot of these guys who do domestic violence end up continuing on in their sport eventually in some way. So I don't know. It sucks. It just sucks. It's really bad. And, you know, not to get political on here or whatever, or go too far, but just folks don't, don't hit anybody. Yeah. Especially just, women and your partners and kids just don't hit anybody. It's a good rule of thumb just yeah. to uh, not hit people. Yeah. Um, yeah. Especially women and children, but Really just give it a blanket. anybody. Don't hit anybody. Yeah. Um, if you're over like the age of 10, that's just a good rule to adhere to. And even younger than that, but think around 
you know, maybe fourth grade, you can learn to stop using violence as a way to deal with things, but. Or to get off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever it may be. Yeah. But yeah, so that's, that's kind of, that's a, that's a rough one. And, you know, another like way less serious, like pivoting away from that way less serious, but also bad news and sad news for Jimmy and I and Braves fans is Mike Soroka ace pitcher yeah. for the Atlanta Braves who was out who had been out for a year because he tore his ACL last season retore it in his rehab yeah. um so that's very bad yeah that sucks man um yeah for those of you who don't know Mike Soroka he's only 23 I think when he was 21 he made the all-star team and even got some Cy Young yeah votes that was the 2019 season Mm -hmm. he was really good um everybody saw him as the future ace for the braves tore his achilles three games into or in his third start of last season then yeah had some issues recovering from it this year and then retore it and from everything i've heard and read when a guy tears his achilles a second time it's kind of just like there's no like you don't know what's yeah. gonna happen you know it's like it, it could he, he might never be the same which sucks i hope that's not the case but that's like the worst injury in sports basically yeah yeah it's really hard to come back from and uh oh we're getting uh joined oh. here well, we got Beach Kev. Oh, Beach Kev checking in. Yeah, we were in our depressing part of the show talking about uh, Trevor Bauer, Mike Soroka, followed I, by Mike I Soroka. Just, I was just, uh, I just missed you guys talking about that, but I did catch the tail end, and uh, I'm sorry I missed that. Yeah, um, so we're having a good time over here. Yeah, I don't have any spicy takes for that. Um, no, it's okay, yeah. He's, uh, seems like, allegedly... He's a, a bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and Mike Soroka, we were just talking about uh, re-tearing his Achilles kind of stinks. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Hard for British yeah, fans. Um, I do want to show, I'm, I'm here in Asbury Park. I don't know if hmm. you can see this. Oh. Way up there. Yeah. That's Speaking of, that's a famous dream sequence in The Sopranos was right up there. Nice. Yeah. Is that Bruce Springsteen's house? Isn't that where he's from? Yeah. Yeah. He's. I'm actually like right down the street from the Stone Pony. Right oh, over cool. Here, so, um, yeah, I got random. Somebody with a car was like, "Let's go to the beach," and I said, "I, I, I can't say no, but I gotta stay out of my warts and uh, desserts." You know. Was it John Bon Jovi that picked y'all up? Yeah, it was Bon Jovi. Um, yeah, he drives pretty cool, uh, pretty cool car. Wait, you can see the stone pony from right here. Let's see if, yeah, it's right there. Okay, back in there. Stone pony, yeah, where, famous uh, venue, super famous venue. For those of you who don't know, yeah, it's where Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band got their start. So, um, pretty big deal, you know. Jersey Kev and full effect here. Yeah, um, Jersey Kev. However, Kev. However, fourth of why good man you know not didn't do anything too exciting down here okay um, 
Yeah, we talked about it earlier, how like, you know, I grilled out a little bit and then I gathered my wife and dog around and we read the Declaration of Independence out loud to each other, sort of like the rosary and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, well, me and my, I had a few people over for a barbecue and we just, we played the national anthem on repeat for five and a half hours and- The radio uh, head song? Hands over chest. What's that? The radio head song, the national anthem? Uh, yes. Yeah, okay, cool, one. cool, cool. We all put our hands over Saluted our chest. Some, <laughs> some people took knees, everything, you know, we accepted all forms of uh, observance. Um, so yeah, uh, just wanted to say hi and uh, any other spicy takes we got to fire off this week? Um, you know, we've really just been mourning the, the we Hawks. We mourning the Hawks. We mourned yeah. the Hawks. We looked ahead at the finals. We talked uh, some Joe West. We talked sticky stuff. Um, yeah. I don't know if you got yeah. anything on that. Um, you know, it seems like the sticky stuff getting out of the game, it's it's made for more fun baseball games. We're right? seeing more dingers, more hits. Like, I'm kind of pissed they waited till this long because – the two games I saw were incredibly boring. The two live games I saw, and I feel like it's a hundred percent the fault of sticky stuff. Because now it's like every game, like the Braves had the four-run comeback in the ninth inning yesterday. That wouldn't have mm -hmm. happened probably three months ago because nobody could string together that amount of offense, like those, right. those many that many hits. So, um, also, yeah morning the hawks but you know it doesn't feel as bad as some previous atlanta losses because they sure. left it all left it all out on the court you know so while i got yeah. you here i gotta i gotta get your take on this so i went to another buffalo blue jays game i saw them play the rays the other day and you saw the baby birds live right the baby birds live that's right and so there was um towards the end of the game there was a situation that happened in the stands and i got a really funny quote out of it so okay. The Manuel Margot, who's like the right fielder, because we were right there at right field, threw the ball into the crowd. You know, like they kept throwing the balls into the crowd and people catch the balls and whatever. This one Rays fan had caught one earlier in the game and he caught another one. And uh, he gave the ball to a kid and then a guy in a Yankees jersey came up and stole the other ball and gave it to someone else. And there was almost a fight and they returned the ball to each other and it was fine. But this Yankees fan instigated the whole ball stealing thing. An eight year old boy sitting behind us uh, repeated, started the opening line of this next thing I'm about to say three times because he wanted to make sure his mom heard this joke. And I want to get y'all's take on it. He said, <laughs> and I quote, Yankees fans are the most likely to commit criminal activity, end quote. <laughs> he kept starting that joke over and over again until he, his mom was paying full attention. And I thought that was great. Although That's I disagree beautiful. with him. That's beautiful that a young fan has learned that at an early age. Yankees mm -hmm. hate is very important. But I disagree a little bit because I feel like Philly fans and me and red sox fans are probably just as likely to commit criminal activity as he said yeah that's true i mean look dodgers fans don't oh, have yeah. a great re reputation um they've been known to literally kill people <laughs> so yeah, same with giants, giants fans. fans yeah, dodgers yeah. giants fans probably more likely 
But petty, petty crime, I'd put the Yankees at the top of that list. Yeah, them and the Mets. Violent, violent crime, Dodgers fans. And Phillies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Phillies. Um, Phillies is more like I mean, emotional I crimes. Have, like, they'll break people. Yeah. yeah they're I they're have, more like, of like a hate a speech <laughs> crowd. Yeah. Exactly. Um. I have had people try to start fights with me at Yankees and Mets games. Mm. And I, I just, because I'm a coward and I wouldn't actually want to fight. Um, but, uh, I, and now, and I hope that Jay's and I don't know if they wear the, but what's the, the vibe? well we kind of missed all that. yeah we lost you breaking up on us a little bit Kev. yeah the beach is getting in the way oh sorry hold on uh, um there's a our producer's gonna love this when he finally sees it <laughs> is it uh can you am i coming in all right now a little bit yeah, better. A little better, yeah. Sorry, I didn't do anything, but we just heard um, you say I'm a coward. I am a coward. <laughs> I am a coward. I was just saying my um experience in people trying to fight me at baseball games. Ah. And and I'm watching three guys they're starting a fight and one of them is too drunk to stand up. That's cool. Um, right now in real time. I'm like looking at it right now. Is there any way you could flip your camera to give yeah. us a shot of that? Yeah. Yeah. Let's go viral if we can. <laughs> All right. Okay. It looks like a beautiful day. Oh, it does. No reason to fight. I mean, we just, gave, we just gave our hot take to not hit anyone that no one should hit anyone after we were talking about Trevor <laughs> Bauer. And uh, now we're going to broadcast a fight. Yeah. Um, unless it's entertaining yeah, for us I, I think i think it was temporary and it was good natured but i'm trying oh, okay. to get the these are the individuals oh, well, okay. we have the individuals in, in view oh. <laughs> this is like cops cops yeah. with kev <laughs> officer kev we have the individual in full view bad boys bad at, boys at this time the individual is making his way to his car we have the individual. It's good that you just said he was too drunk to get up, but now they're going to drive away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a good thing, I think. You're seeing this, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, that, was, that was a drunk run if I've ever seen one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there you go, folks. No other... No other sports show gets you this deep into sports. Yeah. Look at that. Look at that view. Look how pretty Asbury Park is. Am yeah, right? man. It's great. It's gorgeous, man. Yeah, it's crazy. And then there's this crazy architecture. Look at that. That's not what nice. the hell? Um, a building. It's a building. Uh, but I'm sorry to derail the sports talk. That was just uh, kind of insane. No, it's um, all good. We asked you to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then the only other thing, I don't know if you guys covered it, but it's uh, almost just got run over. That was my fault. 
Um, I don't know if you guys covered – what's her name? Shikari Richardson? No, we haven't gotten to oh, that yeah. yet. What's your take? I think it's fine because if you do – no, of course I think it's stupid as hell. Like, let her go run. She's like – come on, man. She did it in a legal state. Um, weed doesn't – is not a performance-enhancing drug. And by the time the Olympics start, I mean, it'll be out of her system. So who cares? This is stupid. Yeah, I think it's an antiquated rule that um, it's a shame that that rule is still on the books. And of course, yeah, anybody who knows anything about marijuana, not that I do, I've never touched the stuff, but um, as you guys know, uh, as we all have, none of us have ever. No, no, no. Never touch it, just inhale it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, but I mean, I, you know, I can see the argument of like the rules on the books, everybody else is adhering to the rule. So like you should too, uh, but it's a dumb rule. So I don't know. Yeah. I can see, I'm like, it's a dumb rule. It clearly is not, it's not giving her any sort of competitive advantage. Mm-hmm. So like, get out of here. But on the other hand, like, Look, nobody else is doing it. Like, just hold off for a month. But I think yeah, she should still be allowed to run. That That's the take I've heard that I kind of agree with. Like, it, it's a really dumb rule. I think it shouldn't be a rule. But, yeah, like you said, everyone else followed the rule. She knew about the rule. She's a grown-up. It's sort of like if you have a job that drug tests you. That's stupid. But, like, you applied for that job you took that job you knew that was the case so if they fire you it's like well that's dumb but yeah Yeah, you can't claim ignorance at least like you kind of knew you were tread you were that could happen again it's stupid and it needs to be changed and is the rule an olympic international rule or is it u.s only I heard it was an international rule and that the U S governing body had just, you know, because I heard some statement from like the head of the U S anti-doping thing that was like sympathetic and like, we understand, you know, that it's legal in in much of the country now. And we wish, you know, like it's expressing sympathy, but the guy was basically like, you know, this is an international rule and my hands are tied. I have to enforce it. So I was just wondering because every other, like, you know, the Russians, Chinese, other countries, they pump so many drugs into their athletes specifically to try to win and break the rules. Yeah. But, you know, I don't know. That's why I'm like, this is stupid. Who cares? Like, just don't yeah. report it if you're the US because, like, it doesn't matter. Yeah, um, that's true. I mean, who knows? Like, I don't know. All the rules of the Russians and the Chinese break. Who knows what kind of insane stuff they're pumping into their athletes' bodies. I mean, they get caught all the time. They've made documentaries about it, how systemic (laughs) it is in, like, Russia still. So it's like, we're going to come down on weed? I don't know. I I think it's dumb. But yeah, I also, to be 100% honest, I'm not going to watch the Olympics, I don't think, really. So, like, ultimately, (laughs) like, my opinion doesn't matter. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that, I'm, I'll be I'll be pulling for her, but I won't watch a single race. <laughs> I mean, I might tune in, but I'm not gonna. It's not yeah. something I get. That that that's the that's the other thing that I agree with. That fit from yeah, she was like so many people. I I put it online and it, but like 
do you really like did you know who this person a day ago um you know, i only knew who she so was because she had just set like a record and was like gonna be kind of a star and she's like kind of fun but and i saw her go viral because of that but that's the only reason i knew i i was i don't keep track of who our track athletes are or anything like that so yeah 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 no i hear what you're saying kev like yeah i mean it's 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 i i feel bad for her but yeah of course like the internet the social media outrage machine picked that right up and it was another thing to be outraged about but I think the biggest problem with like the Olympics coming up right now and everything, and not to be that guy to never, Ooh, look at that. Look at Money that. grows hey. on trees in Asbury you're, park. You're only <laughs> this is a reason to tune in so far. We've witnessed uh, a drunk guy fall down and get in a fight. And I just found a dolly. I'm rich. <laughs> rich Kev. Yeah. But, uh, so, but yeah, I don't, I think the bigger problem and like not to be that guy, cause I know it's annoying at this point and I don't, but I don't care or whatever is like the bigger problem with the Olympics is like this little thing called coronavirus. Cause uh, they're currently doing a, a tournament in Europe, a soccer tournament. And that's become a super spreader event uh, back there. Is that right? It's right. Um, but they're making a lot of money, so they don't care. So, uh, you know pandemic's not over everywhere and or anywhere really but especially internationally so maybe we should worry about that a little yeah, bit more than yeah. uh, one person smoking weed <laughs> I, yeah, yeah well you know it'll be interesting in japan because that's a very densely populated or tokyo yeah. specifically yeah. very densely populated place but you know hopefully hopefully nothing hopefully it'll be all right i'm hoping it's all right but uh speaking of something else before we go that's kind of all right college athletes now can uh make money off their likeness and uh i think that's kind of cool and we'll see if Dabo sweeney fulfills his promise to quit coaching college if that if athletes ever got paid yeah i hope that's the case good riddance we all hate you (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm gonna give that a nice light golf clap here because uh that's cool and it should have happened long ago yeah. i think it should be go even further i think they should just get money all of them should get money because like that's the thing that's tough about this it's like yeah they're gonna make money off their name but some guys way more than others obviously yeah well that's men and women are definitely gonna make more yeah, it's going to be interesting because there are going to be guys, there's going to be jealousy, of course, in, right. in locker rooms. Some guys are going to get paid and others won't. And, of course, you know, it's going to probably exacerbate, at least in college football, the problem of the have the haves versus the have-nots mm-hmm. where the top programs are going, to, are going to be able to attract that many more elite players because of what – because of the money-making opportunities – um so it's like a good thing overall and it's long overdue but it's gonna it's gonna be a whole new world that we're gonna have to see how it plays out especially with the schools still fighting it back a little bit and you know trying to work around and finding ways to screw these guys over continuously so yeah but i think it's a good step it's a start you know it's worth a shot and uh, hopefully and the big argument I've seen from other people too is like, 
if we're doing this now, then let's reinstate like the fab five at Michigan. Let's give Reggie Bush his Heisman back. Let's like yeah. get all these guys who've been punished for stupid stuff. That doesn't matter. Like let's recognize them again. Yeah. Which I, I agree with. I mean, like I remember, I, I think I was a senior in high school or maybe a freshman in college and Reggie Bush's last couple of years at USC. And he was the best college football yeah. player in the country there's no denying like, he was the best player yeah he was amazing he yeah. won the heisman he deserved that heisman like it's so stupid that they took it away from him so yeah give oj his heisman back <laughs> yeah give it back he didn't do anything wrong as far as i'm concerned judge Ito said so he's a free man the justicism the justice system showed he's innocent so that's all i need to hear until he broke into somewhere to try to steal his husband <laughs> well wouldn't you wouldn't i know you? i'm just saying that's fun, like how ironic that is Buxton, uh i would say that the, the judicial system in america is batting a thousand oh yeah and i, and I think last few months last couple of weeks have shown that yeah um, much, much like uh, referees and umpires, like we were talking about earlier, judges, you know, people who just love to follow rules and make enforce them. Yeah. The coolest people. And they get on it earth. right. They get coolest it right. People on earth. Judges, yeah. cops, refs, you know, yeah. umps, the coolest people. Oh, yeah. No doubt. Um, let's see. Before we wrap up, any anything else, Kev? Any, anything else you want to throw out there from? Um, I'm curious to see where you guys landed on the uh, Ringo Cochran. I was about to bring that up right now before we left, because, you know, for those of you who are newer listeners, like this is a very Beatles friendly show. We used to have Sir Paul McCartney come on all the time. He's done a drop Mm -hmm. for us that has played a few times. Uh, We've covered Egypt Station. We know we've talked to like a lot of a lot of Beatles stuff. But so here's another one. Ringo Starr, uh, drummer for the Beatles. He uh, settled a trademark battle over a uh, ring O cock ring line. So it's like ring apostrophe O or ring O apostrophe cock ring line that uh, was kind of playing off of his name and uh, he didn't like it, but they settled. So, yeah, Yeah. you know, I think it's a missed opportunity for Ringo, especially Mm -hmm. at his advanced age. You know, it's a fresh income stream for him. He, he needed to sit down with those people and work out a deal and get paid, you know? And absolutely. And he could have expanded on it. He could have taken the name and made it his own. And then in yeah. addition to that, I'm a boy for women, the yellow submarine. You pack the two, sell them together. That's a great idea. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah missed opportunity. I know he's trademarked his name, but like, come on, man. Like, this is a million dollar idea. Yeah, exactly. And I know he's a successful musician and like artist, so he can donate the money if he wants. But, you know, Octopus Garden always... also has a name of some on yeah. somewhere there. Yeah. Yeah. He just, you can never... it's a shame he doesn't have business geniuses like us yeah. around him. Yeah. No, I was go seven thousand. Can you hear me? No, you're cutting out a little bit again. Sorry, man. 
Oh, no. Jump up the feed, but uh, he, he and as a bad businessman, when he announced he would no longer be, I will no longer be the fan mail. Please stop sending fan mail. Um, please send love. You know what I'm talking about? Go to YouTube, look up, up fan mail. Um, you know, I guess he decided if he didn't put enough, including money, including sex products named after him and that's a change it's his choice it's his it's his body his choice you know yeah yep but um but i'm glad that but anyway go ahead no i was just gonna say i'm gonna hop off because uh i keep stalling or whatever and but anyway i just want to say hi sorry i uh missed most of the show but hey i'll be back next week better than ever sounds good all right, man. Stay out of uh, those altercations, buddy. Say hi to the boss and little Steven and, and all the guys down there for us. They're all here. They're all over there. I mean, I'll show you before I go. I mean, there's the E Street on scooters. Um, Dang. That's cool. So, yeah. That's awesome. They're, I mean, there goes Springsteen. <laughs> oh, there he is. The boss. Hell yeah. There's little Steven. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty cool. But uh, you guys keep enjoying summer. The ghosts and of Clarence. They're all there. Max Weinberg, all there. Uh, Diego, I'll see you in New York soon. I'll see you soon, buddy. All right. Bye, fellas. Right. See you, Kevin. Bye. All right. Wow. Our first remote check-in on Sports Lords. Yeah, we what haven't a done a special that. episode. I know. Everyone's uh should be very should feel lucky. Oh yeah. That they got to oh, see that. Yeah. We're always keeping it fresh for you here on Sports Lords, folks. Always, always trying. So yep. uh yeah, you know, I think that's gonna do it for another another classic up, another week of Lords. Yep um again i'm sorry i missed last week but um you know to everyone out there make sure you check out joe west's uh you know ball cooler yeah it uh um, walmart target best buy fries you know yep. like uh yeah pc um, richard and sons anywhere Circuit city yeah anywhere Circuit city radio shack media yeah. play just go yep. get it everywhere um thanks for listening you know thanks for tuning in to the worldwide sports radio network make sure you check out their app download the app listen to the show straight from the app check out the website check out all the other shows lots of things to check out lots of fun to have oh yeah um yeah yeah y'all remember uh stay cool out there you know don't don't risk it in this heat it's getting bad but stay safe stay safe and have fun have fun this summer yeah and uh, yeah, we'll we'll talk to you next week, everyone. Bye bye. It, it is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Radio Network.